Welcome to the Taking the Lead podcast, where we empower people to be unstoppable. I'm Christina Hepner with my co-hosts, Leslie Hoskins and Timothy Cunio. And we are so excited because we're in <laughs> studio today. Yes. Hello, everybody. Timothy, I'm on location. Yes, he's <laughs> with us right next to us in the flesh. We are so excited that he's here and we're going to have a lot of fun chatting uh, with him and our special guest. But first, we have so many exciting things to talk about. (laughs) Not only is Timothy here in studio, but Christina this time has some exciting news to share. Oh, yes. Anything about your personal life you want to share with the crowd? So they have been dying for me to talk about this since it happened. I am not single anymore. What? Now, wait a minute. I'm not married. Oh, well, now you just scared me because I don't know what did I miss. I just eloped in Vegas. I'm just kidding. I did not. I have a boyfriend. Leslie used to love hearing about all my dating, my love life, you know. It has gotten a little boring since since he's came into your life. If this was a dating podcast, Leslie would have loved it. (laughs) Um, But, yes, I am officially off the market at the moment. And we're so happy because you are happy. We can definitely tell that you are happy. Yes, he is very sweet. He asked me to be his girlfriend by bringing a dozen roses to my house. So it was very sweet. Oh, goodness. And he listens to this podcast and doesn't know that I'm saying this. So. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Can we give him like a code name or anything? Or are you going to say his real name? You can say his name. Oh. It's Johnny. All right. All right, Johnny. Hi, Johnny. Thanks for listening. I'll be watching you from a distance. Yeah. I, can, I can always come up here. Yeah. There's a lot of people that would. Big things this yeah. summer. Gosh, summer I know, 2022. I, turned, I turned 30. Oh. I'm no longer single. Like, what's going on with my life? Life. That's life. what's going on with your life. Right? What's going on? Leslie moved. Yeah. I moved. Timothy is traveling, traveling all like over crazy. the country. Yeah. Ready to go places and doing things yeah. and speaking engagements. It's great. It's been great. Yeah, and Glacier's here, too. Glacier we forgot to mention. Here. How did we forget her? Oh, yeah. I know. The, the actual star of the show. Yeah, she's just hanging out, having a great time. Yeah. It's been good. We're so excited. Well, thank yes. you for sharing, Christina. We do appreciate <laughs> the update. It's always good to know what we're all up to and doing. And so it's been a big summer, but we are so happy that you are happy. So, <laughs> um, again, hi, Johnny. We're so excited that you're a listener, a subscriber, we can have if you him, will. We can have him on the podcast one oh, day. Oh, no, I'm good. Oh, yeah. okay. I love that no. idea. Okay. Get the secrets out of him. Oh, my goodness. No, you guys. We could do all the significant others and do like a trivia or Jeopardy. Oh, gosh, that would be fun. Anyways, we're excited. (laughs) We are excited. Um, But we're even more happy about today's guest because our guest today is incredibly special because it's Timothy's wife, Cheryl. It is my wife. Yes. Which has big news because she just retired Wednesday. So that's another big news. Yeah. Congratulations. Yes. And so... I've been gone for four or five days, so I need to ask her, how much have you spent on the credit card and what have you been doing? And pick me up tomorrow, please, at the airport. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, right? Well, and Timothy, you guys have been married for more than 21 years, right? 22 years next March. Oh, my gosh. And she's put up with a lot of you know what. (laughs) But she's been with you throughout your whole leader dog journey. Yeah, all through the journey of, well, you know, when I told her about my blindness and all that stuff and but she saw the degrade of my eyes and me losing my job and everything else. But we'll talk about that in the podcast yes. later on. So I don't want to spill the news. So introduce yourself, Cheryl. <laughs> hey. Hello. Hello. How was your day so Hello. far today? How was your day so far? Oh, it's good. 
It's good. Thank you guys for having me on. Yeah. We're so excited for you to be here. How funny that you're at home in uh, Georgia and then Timothy is here with us in studio in Michigan. I think you did that for my protection. For because, your protection. Yes, yeah. We need to podcast. So. Separate rooms, separate states even yes. to get through this podcast. Yes. And you will know if she doesn't pick you up. It. Well, she'll pick me up because of Glacier, <laughs> oh. and she'll tell me take Marta to get home. So, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Absolutely. She'll put, we'll put Glacier in the truck, and she'll take off. Yeah, so I'm on my own. So. Okay. It's all about Glacier. Uh, I bet. Well, I have to ask. Coming on 22 years together, how did you guys originally meet? Well, actually, we worked together in a an optical lab. Oh. Yeah. And. Uh, he didn't ask me out on the date. One of the ladies in the office did, and I'm going to tell on him. He had a buy one, get one free ticket to Six Flags. Yeah, I told her, I will I t- if you to- take care of lunch, I will take care of our admission. And she did not, did not I, know I, I had to buy one. I wanted to go to Six Flags. Yeah. So I got in there cheaper than the lunch. So I, you know, I'm I'm a cheapskate. Let's let you know. <laughs> Buy one, get one free. Buy admission. one, get one free. <laughs> that is the way to do it. Hey. So wait, you didn't ask her on the date? Well, they suggested. A coworker it. did? They, yeah, the coworker did. I was, you know, was a little bashful, uh-huh. I guess. So, you know, they kind of asked for her. So we kind of set it up and that's how we, you know, we had our first date. And then it was just love after that? Uh, I w- <laughs> yeah, it took it took a minute, but we we did get married about five months afterwards five months yeah so uh, uh it was uh it's been a whirlwind and she'll wow. tell you that and uh she's seen the worst of me but she sees the best of me now so oh okay five months to 22 that is amazing that is incredible that's like uh, very very impressive i don't think i can deal with anyone i'm just kidding <laughs> Johnny, you're in trouble, Johnny. It was fun to last. Man, that was short. Just kidding. Poor Johnny. Poor Johnny. This poor guy. Man, I didn't warn him about this either. Um, (laughs) So how old were you guys both when you met? Or started dating, let's say that. Oh, I'm counting toes and fingers and teeth. Uh, I would be 33 Uh probably at the time. Okay. And how old were you, Cheryl? She's I'm 12 years older, older than, than he is. Okay. Love that. And so then... Yes, I'm a cougar. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, good for you. You saw something, you wanted it, you got it. I like that. And so then at what point in your relationship did uh, v- vision become a problem? Or were you already struggling with your vision loss? Like, how did you guys have these conversations? Well, I remember the time when I told her about it. Mm-hmm. We were. I was driving. Oh, Believe it or not. And I, you know, yeah. I, I spilled the beans on her. And uh, she said, well, if I'd known that, you wouldn't have drove this to Six Flags. Like I drove her vehicle. <laughs> and uh, she, she's known about it from day one. And, but she didn't really see the, you know, you can tell somebody something. But, you know, as you spend with somebody with an RP or any other disease, the progression of it. Mm-hmm. So she didn't have the hard part of it. And, you know, it could have been 20, 30, 40 years before it affected us. But it really started affecting us pretty much right off the bat. Okay. So, Cheryl, what was that like, finding that out? What were your first thoughts? Well, I really, I didn't really understand it because he was doing such a good job at faking it that I really didn't know how bad his vision was until, you know, years later when it started getting worse and he finally admitted to me how bad it had gotten. 
because I couldn't tell because, you know, he was he was going on and doing everything that he'd been doing. Just I could see when he would bump into things or run into things and stuff. And that's the only time I would notice. Yeah. So we call that passing. So that's basically, you know, kind of pretending that you are a sighted person living in a sighted world. Um, and it does. I mean, so many people can pass for so long and it's really challenging to do that and to to hold up that, that kind of um, image, I guess you will. It's hard to be vulnerable. It's hard to admit that things are going wrong and that you're not seeing clearly. And so once, Timothy, you kind of started really having some difficulty did you guys have some conversations? Like, what did the future look like? Well, I think when I decided to retire from the optical business, that's when the reality of all this is getting ready to hit mm-hmm. like a ton of bricks. And uh, it was scary to step out of a good-paying job, and all of a sudden there's there's no income on my side. But yeah. Cheryl was a good trooper, and I, I thank her for it every day that she got up and went to work every day because she became the breadwinner. And when somebody takes on that, you have to respect them for that, and you have to love them for that. And Cheryl did a good job until this past week, and uh, it was hard. And uh, the anger and the hurt, and, and, you know, I've said in previous episodes of the podcast, you know, it just builds up, and then you start hating life. Mm-hmm. And uh, you feel responsible for if you're having going through a uh, financial trouble, or you feel guilty your wife's going to work every day and you don't. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you sit on take on the couch and just take care of nothing, you know. And it just builds up anger. And, and Cheryl will tell you that I've started getting really angry and it started affecting our marriage and stuff and our relationship. And I, I would hate to be around me. And I did not like myself anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the thoughts of the dark places and stuff like that, which I had a lot. And uh, everybody knows in my episode how I found Leader Dog and this place saved my life. It really yeah. did. really did. Yeah. And... Cheryl, how did you guys navigate that? How did you navigate that on your end, um, you know, trying to be there for him as he was going through all of this? Well, that was a, an easy navigation because we talked about it, and I was like, we really need to do something before you lose your sight completely. We need to figure out something. And that's when we started checking into different things that he might be able to do to help him only to find out that they were saying he was too old for any retraining or anything. There was nothing that could be done for him. So it was, it was very hard for both of us at the time because he was going down a, a, a dark spiraling hole and uh, I, I felt helpless and didn't know what to do to help. Yeah. I think everything you're saying is probably so relatable to so many family members or friends of somebody who's losing their vision or any other type of disability. When you're we're actively searching for some help and assistance and then you're repeatedly told no, um, you do feel helpless. It's a really difficult time. And I'm sure as a couple, it was really hard to navigate not only like physically losing your vision, but losing your job or stopping working. Just the ability of driving a car, mowing my yard, being able to do anything. And it's like I've told everybody, my story was nothing but loss. Mm-hmm. And when you just keep losing every day, every day, every day, what what I got left? Yeah. And when you got nothing left, then why do you keep on living? Why do you keep on living if you got nothing left? That's how I was thinking. And that's the wrong thing to do. And and I'm telling people out there, if you feel that way, reach out, get help. Don't let don't let that disease or that condition, I don't know care what it is, get help. Yeah. You're worth get fixed. Everybody has worth in this life and go out and get your help. 
Yeah. And going through that as a couple, I mean, that just shows how strong uh, of a relationship I'm sure you guys have now having worked through all of that together. It's been, I hope she's proud of me. Um, she's, I am. <laughs> she seen immediately when I came home with my cane, I, we went to the mall that week and I said, you want to see something? And she said, okay. And I was walking faster than her for the first time I released oh. from her and she couldn't believe what I was doing. It's because of Leslie. Oh, oh. Leslie. I don't know. Tell you gonna She's going to make gonna me cry. cry. I was walking that mall and I and didn't not, need, running over not running me. her stepping on her feet anymore. Now she does side a guy when we go into restaurants cause it's a tighter fit. And, mm-hmm. But I was on my own. Other than that, it's because of Leslie and her training. Timothy, you are making Leslie <laughs> cry over here. She's not going to be able to get through the rest I just of this told you I already cried this morning. I've got too many feelings this week. <laughs> <laughs> yes. no, that's that's exactly why we do what we do. And I think any instructor, um, whether at Leader Dog or not, whether they're a guide dog mobility instructor or O&M specialist, um, everything we do is for that, for you having independence, for you going home. And yeah. feeling like you can go anywhere with confidence and not even by yourself, but with your wife. That relationship is so important. And if we helped in any, any way, then it was job well done on our end. And we're so proud of you. Yes. And um, uh, sorry, I'm a little, but Cheryl, <laughs> yes. I want to hear what was that like for you? So Timothy comes back from Leader Dog the first time um, and he's so proud to show off his skills. What was that like for you? How did you feel in those moments? I was kind of uh, getting. I was as excited for him as he was. I didn't really know how to act since I wasn't his guide dog anymore. (laughs) It it gave me a lot of freedom, and I could just see that it was like he had a light shining in him that I hadn't seen in a while, and I was so excited and so thankful for Leader Dog for giving him back to me. Well, and I want to go back a little bit. Um, you know, when Timothy first found out about Leader Dog and flying from Georgia to Michigan by himself, what was that feeling like <laughs> for you? The original, okay, he's going to go to this campus in Michigan um, and stay for a week in the cold weather <laughs> compared to where you guys live. Well, what was that feeling like for you of sending him on the plane to come here? I was scared to death. I didn't know how he was going to do it without me. But knowing how Timothy is, I knew he would handle the situation and that he would be fine. And I expected him to do a great job, you know, with his training. And he did. He worked incredibly hard that week um, to have seen Timothy on Monday when I met him to when he left on Friday. Huge confidence increase. I mean, you were walking with your shoulders back, head up. We had done a night lesson. We had had so many accomplishments throughout that week. Um, So it was super exciting to send you home knowing that your life was really just beginning in that sense of your life with vision loss, I guess we'll say. It was like the ladies that came in last night. I told them that when they leave, because they were t- saying how they look down. I said, by the time you leave this week, you'll be able to look what the world looks like because your cane will be your eyes and you can finally look at and see what the world looks like while you're walking. Oh, I love awesome. that. That's <laughs> such a great... It opens back up again. Yeah. So amazing. So, Timothy, how long, I can't remember, um, was it from when you went home with your cane to when you came back to get Glacier? I left uh, middle, probably first of 
week of April. And then I put my application. I said, don't put it in for 30 days. Well, I didn't listen to that. I'm about, <laughs> I, 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 I put it in I'm about 15 back. days. So uh, I came back. I think I got a call in June. And they said they had a dog for me. And they said, how about August? I said, that's fine. I'll be there. So uh, it was just about four, five, four months. I can't count. That's a pretty yeah. quick turnaround. Four months, four months, yeah. But, you know, uh, I, I, I guess they found me the right dog. And so I guess if Leader Dog finds you the right dog, you know, if they find it, they're going to bring you up here. So mm -hmm. the, the uh, time can be anything. So yeah. don't go by four months. It could still be eight to nine months. So don't take that. Just because it happened to me, it may yeah. take a while for somebody else. Cheryl, did you guys have that conversation um, beforehand on, you know, if a guide dog was the right thing and ready to bring, because you have to bring that dog home to not only be his guide dog, but a family dog too when Glacier's not working. Uh, yes, we did. And I really didn't know how to act. His fear was that she would like me more than him. Yes. <laughs> Which usually people do, so, you know. <laughs> and so I, I wanted to stand back in the shadows and let them work, let them bond, and just, you know, just watch how they they got around together and take notes. And she's just so amazing that it was it was a, a perfect fit. Leader Dog did an absolutely good job at pairing up Glacier with this family. Because she loves to do everything that we do. Aww. Yeah, like Glacier loves to go camping. We love to go camping. She's going yeah. to eventually find a house that like to travel yes. on cruise ships and stuff like that. And so uh, we're ready for it. It's another adventure for us, another challenge, and we'll, we're going we're gonna to pass that challenge. Yes, so exciting. I know. What were some of, uh, Cheryl, after Timothy and Glacier came home, what are some of the biggest changes that you noticed? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Tim had, he, he was just so much happier and he just had his, uh, his whole attitude had changed. And, you know, it's, don't take this the wrong way. It's all about the dog. And I understood <laughs> that. <laughs> because with me, it was, became all about the dog. Oh yeah. He, you know, she's part of us, but, uh, you know, she loves to work, you know, just getting to know her and Tim, just seeing them together. And what really melts my heart when we're out somewhere and she does something, he gives her a treat and she just looks up at, at him like he's the only person in the world. It just melts me. Oh, you guys are killing well, me. Stop Leslie's crying over here again. Well, what, what it is is these dogs have unconditional love. I can mess up with her one day and she forgets about it and the next day she's... He's back in love with me again. <laughs> so, I mean, these dogs are a companion to go through this journey. Even though we have spouses, you know, mm -hmm. this dog goes everywhere I do. Where Cheryl can't go, if she's working or she's going to be out of town or whatever, that dog's going to be with me every day and she's going to take care of me. And it's unconditional love. And that's what changes me because I know that dog loves me no matter what. And I treat her like my own child. Mm -hmm. And I love her to death. And... uh I mean, there's when you're taking a shower and you look out and that dog's right there when you get out. Every <laughs> yeah. night, yeah. she wants to be constantly around you. Yeah. Always there. When I'm outside, she's looking out the window. See what I'm doing. Why am I out there? Why are you out there by yourself? You know? But, <laughs> yeah. you know, she's a dog 80% of the time and 20% of the time she's a guy dog. Everybody keeps thinking there's a stereotype that these dogs don't get a No, they are dogs. 
but they get to go everywhere I go. Yeah. I mean, how many dogs you could go on a cruise? Not right. me, not any, just a service animal guide dog. Mm-hmm. And so what dog would want that? Right. Glacier, I can, we can all confirm Glacier is living a beautiful oh, life. Yes. She's, and she lays here next to us. Yes. Uh, and she's done her work. She got you in the building safely and now she yes. gets to take a little break and oh. then she'll navigate the rest of the day too. Oh, you ought to see her when we do communion at my church. She sits there, she sees all the stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. She gets her little treat when I do my thing and she's <laughs> yes. watching and she just, I mean, she they knows. love her everywhere I go. Everybody, it's all about the dog. They love my yes. dog. and. And what opens up is everybody asks questions when they see us walking around. Mm -hmm. Well, for me, it was really cool to see because I've seen our clients on campus when they first are matched with their dog. So they're a very new pair. But to see you in Glacier Walk so seamlessly, like like she's not even on your left side. Like it's just, it's just seamless. It's It's crazy to see. It looks really natural. Yeah, it's crazy. It was crazy for me to see just because I've seen, you know, the beginning stages when I'm at work. But, um, you know, to see you guys just moving out and about, the way she took you up, there's like a few flights of stairs we have to go up to get into the studio. And she goes right up those stairs. I was like, man. And she shows me the landing and she turns and goes, shows me the next step. And then we go up and go up to the next lane. I mean, she just, she's always constantly, yeah, mate. She sometimes she makes a mistake just like everybody else does. Yeah. And we correct them. Yeah. And she learns every day. She, it's a, she will be learning until the day she retires, just like we all do. Yes. So there's no such thing as a perfect dog. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of retiring, Cheryl, do you have any big plans now that you have officially retired? I don't know. Kim says I have to find a job. <laughs> <laughs> I believe after three or four months that looking at me all day long, she'll say, I want to get out of here and get a little part-time job. So, so maybe that's going to be the real test of your marriage. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Together. Exactly. Yeah. I am yes. curious, though. Um, do you have any words of advice or any experiences that you'd like to share with uh, other spouses out there who are maybe just starting out on their journey uh, living with somebody who's got a vision loss? Well, you have to have extreme patience, I would say, you know, because uh, it, it it's a, every day is a different day that you go through. And I just, with me, it had to be patience and understanding and, and trying to, trying to understand what they're going through. And, it, and you're, you are going to feel helpless. Just keep praying and hope that things will change around and they find leader dog. Oh, I love that. That is so great. Well, yeah. I mean, and we have to end with this question. What did you originally Uh-oh. think when Timothy was going to be a podcast host? I mean, he's been on campus and people are stopping him. You he's are like married famous. to a celebrity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just a sidekick. Oh, please. Oh, well, you know, Tim has always said, Anything that he could do to give back to Leader Dog, he would do. And he feels like if he can be on a podcast and help anybody out there, then he's, you know, he's doing what he wants to do. And, you know, neither one of us can thank Leader Dog and Leslie and the puppy trainers, you know, everybody that's involved with them. We just can't thank you guys enough for what you've given us. Well, we thank you for the endless support and being so wonderful and supportive. 
and knowing that everything ebbs and flows, right? There's, and, and that's in every marriage, every relationship, there's high times and there's low times. Um, but I think you guys are obviously stronger for it and have come out ahead. And I look forward to keeping in contact and maintaining our relationships. So I know and can be a part of the rest of the journey here. Yes. And I think anyone can, you know, learn from this, learn from hearing this and your relationship and how you've navigated it. So I think it's great. I'm learning. (laughs) I'm always learning. (laughs) Timothy, any last We're learning every day. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Just, I thank her for being patient with me and sticking around with me because I don't think I would want to be around me. And, um, (laughs) And there, were just, there were times. There I were times, I guarantee you. So, and, uh, and I appreciate being on the podcast and let, you know, she had to say, hey, yeah, go do it. And she's always giving me the good support on that and being up here this weekend and hopefully future stuff. So uh, I thank her for that. And uh, She yeah. believes in you. I, yeah. Well, we have Leader Dog. We believe in Leader Dog. It's all about Leader Dog. Absolutely. Leader Dog has given so much, I can never repay back the debt. And I just want to, if I can help one person out there, it, it that, that that's a, going to be a great feeling and I hope I have helped somebody. I think we can say with confidence you have helped numerous people and you yourself have met several clients this last weekend who have expressed gratitude and we get emails and comments all the time about how much you've helped and and, and really just letting people know that they're not alone. That's the biggest thing. You're sharing so many experiences and we're getting emails saying, oh my gosh, I did that same thing when I was going through or I experienced the same thing. I had a woman, a client call me one day and she was just talking about her travel delays and she was talking about relating to you at the airport and all the things and the prep work and stuff like that. And she just wanted to call and tell me that she's been through some things similar. And it was great. It was a great conversation. It was a great way to connect. Yes. So you're definitely helping. I think it's so nice to hear, like for other people to know they're not alone. No, we're all in the same boat. We have it. We have a different journey to get in here, but we all have the same, you know, something going on with our eyes. So we all have the commonality, but a different journey how to get here. And and anything I can do, I want to help somebody. Well, we're glad you're here. And Cheryl, thank you so much for joining us today and calling in. You're so welcome. Don't forget (laughs) to pick me up tomorrow. (laughs) Timothy's very worried he's going to be stuck at the airport tomorrow. Yes. I'll be there for Glacier. I'll be there for Glacier. See what I'm I'm telling you about? It's all about the dog. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And thank you to our listeners for listening to the Taking the Lead podcast. I'm Leslie Hoskins with hosts Timothy Cuneo and Christina Hepner. We hope you enjoyed our conversation with Cheryl and please join us next week as we continue to dive into the world of blindness. And if you'd like to learn more about applying to Leader Dog, you can head to leaderdog.org or call us at 888-777-5332. And don't forget, you can reach us at takingthelead at leaderdog.org with any questions or ideas. If you like today's podcast, make sure to hit subscribe and check us out wherever podcasts stream.